Hi everyone, welcome to Play Therapy Podcast. My name is Taylor and I'm here with my co-hosts Melody. Hi everyone. And Carmela. Welcome to our talk everyone. Today we would like to talk about a different approach to typical therapy known as play therapy. Thanks Taylor. In this episode we would like to start by giving a general overview of play therapy and talk about some of our impressions of it. In episode 2, we'll discuss how effective play therapy has been in different settings. In episode 3, we'll visit a practicing play therapist to share her experiences about using the therapy. So Taylor, can you tell everyone what play therapy is? I'd love to. In the most simplest terms, play therapy is when a play therapist creates a supportive space to facilitate natural learning through play. What do you mean by natural learning? Well, play therapy can be used with kids who have social, emotional, and behavioral disorders, as well as kids who are typical functioning. Through interactions facilitated by a therapist, it can help children learn problem-solving skills, how to take responsibility for their behaviors, how to express their emotions, and learn self-acceptance. Children can learn empathy and respect for others' feelings, as well as learn many other social skills through play. Play is considered symbolic of how children perceive the world. So in play therapy, they're learning all of these skills while doing something they already do with the help of an adult, right? That's right. Though, I just want to emphasize here that the person facilitating play therapy must be a therapist who is trained in play therapy in order for this therapeutic technique to be utilized. Also, it is primarily used with children up to age 12, so the age of the child also must be taken into consideration for whether its use is appropriate or not. It's also worth mentioning that it can be paired with other therapies to bolster the effectiveness of the play therapy experience. People have used play therapy in individual, group, or family therapy, although there's less research on it being used in groups. So Melody, when we were talking about this topic before, you mentioned you had went to play therapy when you were younger. Yes, when I was about seven or eight years old, my mom actually put me in play therapy after my parents went through their divorce. Their divorce had a big effect on me, so my mom put me in play therapy to help me cope with the feelings that I was going through. I went to play therapy about once to twice a month for a year. Do you remember what that experience was like? I wish I remembered more about the actual experience, but all I remember is being excited to go because I got to play with a bunch of games with the therapist. I don't really remember much talking about my feelings that much but the therapist would ask me questions about my home life and I remember getting a little uncomfortable with that because I hated talking about anything that had to do with my parents being divorced and now looking back at it I realized that my coping mechanism when dealing with my parents divorce was to repress any feelings that I would have about it I was always understanding of my parents divorce but I knew that my parents were better off separate than together but deep down I would get sad because I felt that my family wasn't normal compared to my cousins who had their parents together and I feel like through play therapy I was able to distract myself from those emotions in a way since I did not feel comfortable talking directly about my emotions I actually talked to my mom about my play therapy experience and she told me that the therapist would not really say much after the sessions, but she did tell my mom that I was displaying anxious behavior. And this definitely made sense to me because I feel like I was a very anxious child and I still generally am a pretty anxious person. But becoming a psych major and going to graduate school for school psychology has definitely helped me understand and have better control over my anxiety. It sounds like play therapy was a really good way to help you channel that. Yeah, it definitely, I feel like, helped me express my emotions in a way, like, that I couldn't because, like, I hated communicating 
like anything that had to do with my feelings so I feel like that's a just a great way for kids who like I guess are a little more closed off mm-hmm. um about their feelings to like express themselves mm-hmm. yeah I think thank you for sharing that melody I think that's a great point you bring up because like you said I think a lot of kids when they go to therapy they're reluctant or nervous or for whatever reason they have a hard time opening up when they're just sitting with a therapist and engaging in conversation but I think play can really help facilitate that natural learning and encourage the natural um, understanding of thoughts and feelings when you're going through something major in your life so I think that's really important yeah definitely and you know what may surprise some is that the concept of play therapy has been around for a while and many people have talked about how important play is for children before So one of the first people who said play was important for children's development was Leo Vygotsky, a Russian psychologist who talked about play a lot. Here we will present a clip from a lecture he gave in 1976 on play. Play for a therapy under three is a serious game, just as it is for an adolescent, although of course, in a different sense of the word. Serious play for a very young child means that he plays without separating the imaginary situation from the real one. At school age, play does not die away, but permeates the attitude toward reality. It has its own inner continuation in school instruction and work, which are compulsory activities based on rules. All examinations of the essence of play have shown that in play, a new relationship is created between situations in thought and real situations. So I think that clip just really um, does a good job of stressing that we never stop playing how we pl- how play just evolves as we grow older play is actually more conducive to their particular devel- to their particular developmental stage adults tend to express themselves more verbally while children convey their emotions through their own world of imaginary play um, so play therapy actually gives adults the opportunity to connect with children on their level and allows them to recognize the child's point of view instead absolutely Talking a little bit more about how play therapy began, when we look at the history of play therapy, we notice that it's been in development for nearly a century, which is about how long psychology has really started to focus on mental health. It's been adapted by many different people for different uses in, uh, from different counseling and theoretical perspectives. For instance, it's been adapted for Carl Rogers' person-centered therapy for existentialism, and for the more recent cognitive behavioral therapy that most people have started to use now. One of the prominent approaches to play therapy is Adlerian play therapy. Adlerian play therapists use therapy skills such as tracking, reflecting feelings, encouraging setting limits, restating content, and metacommunicating. They also employ directed activities such as creating metaphors, telling stories, playing games, and using puppets. An Adlerian play therapist uses four techniques. First, an Adlerian play therapist builds an egalitarian relationship with the child by working with the child to build a shared partnership in which the child feels respected and part of the process. The therapist gets the play idea from the child, takes turns making decisions with the child, plays actively with the child, asks and answers questions of the child, and communicates respect to the child. Second, an Adlerian play therapist investigates the child's lifestyle to gain an understanding of how the child makes sense of his or her world and finds significance specifically considering the child's priorities. 
Third, an Adlerian play therapist helps the child gain insight by using directed activities that are intentionally geared toward helping the child and become helping them become aware of lifestyle characteristics so that they are more informed to make decisions about what areas to change and how to go about making those changes. Some skills that therapists can use include self-disclosure, reflection of feeling, and meta-communication as ways of helping the child to develop that insight. Lastly, an Adlerian play therapist reorients and re-educates the child to new ways of feeling, thinking, and behaving by helping the child replace destructive behaviors and thoughts with constructive behaviors and thoughts. The therapist uses the assets of the child to help teach and practice new skills. Yeah, that's really interesting. So I think ultimately play therapy is much more structured than most people think of it at first. Um, But like ultimately that's what guides the therapeutic intervention towards successful child outcomes. Exactly. And in more recent trends, they've tried to use play therapy in different contexts. For instance, they've started trying to use, use it as something called psychological first aid for children who have been immediately affected by natural disasters or trauma. Some other applications have included training teachers in this technique, so that way they can help children who are first entering school adjust better to the new environment. As more research has been published and journals emerge focusing on play, such as the International Journal of Play Therapy, training information and better understandings of its effectiveness have been increasing. However, researchers in this field are still trying to struggle, struggle with using specific approaches and how to detail client characteristics and behaviors to make their work more sound for good quality research. Support in developing training programs for this therapy is also necessary to ensure good outcomes. That was a great background on play therapy. I hope you all learned some good foundational knowledge. Tune in to our second episode to learn more about current research related to play therapy and its implications in different settings.